Welcome to Model Secrets. I'm Kim Alley, former model agent and now independent scout with over 30 years of experience in the business. I'm Katya. I have been modeling on the East Coast for several years and build a great community on social media. In our podcast, you will get an insider's look into the modeling world shared by models, photographers, agents, scouts, and other industry professionals. We hope you will have fun learning about the modeling industry with us. Hi, Eric. Welcome so much to Model Secrets. Glad Hello. You thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This is so humbling and flattering. I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank no, you for being for here. Us. I know. Oh, please. And this is Katya. So, yeah, Hi, Katya. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah. I've definitely too. emailed with you in the past, I'm sure, but have never really? spoken with you. So I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Perhaps. Maybe before she had me as a mother agent, she was yeah. out there looking for an agent. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Who knows uh, what I was doing back then? <laughs> I know, right. Same. Before you met me. Anyway, so yeah. so let's so let's get started. I would love to hear sort of where you're from, Eric, and you just give me how you started in the business. So I'm from a small town upstate from here called Warwick, New York, which is just oh, yeah. farms and um, that's about it, like one cafe and no real fashion or even like art inspiration whatsoever. Um, but I started out studying music and wanted to be a choir director a different college in New Jersey and randomly took a very uh, strong pivot and realized that photography and fashion and models were like my other passion that was kind of just like burning underneath. Um, so I wanted to tend to that as, as a, a college student um, would. So I transferred to FIT in New York City, started studying photography there. And it was not long after I started meeting people and learning that all of these kids that grew up in the city that studied fashion for a long time knew all the girls that were on every page of every magazine. Oh. And, and I would just flip through and be like, who's that? What's her name? No, no, no. You, you tell me what her, what's her name. What's this one? What's that one? And I was like, how do they know all of these girls? This is so interesting. <laughs> so I would make them put post-it notes in the magazines with their names. So I could flip through and remember like, Oh, Natasha Poli and Sasha Pivagorova and, just had these little like connections to these models. And then I thought, how can I keep going with this? And so I threw a friend in, uh, got an interview at a different modeling agency, started there as an intern, worked my way up and then kind of just met Penny at some point at APM and the com the connection just happened. And what is it now? 12 years later, I'm still oh, doing this. Has it really been 12 years? <laughs> I think so. Or maybe 11. So, yeah. So your first job in, uh, for modeling agency was, can you say? Or no, you don't. Yeah, it was say. major models. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Because mm -hmm. that's yeah. where I met you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah, time. of course. Yeah. It was yeah. A, long a long, long time ago. Yeah. But that was huh. my first introduction. I had no idea what this business was all about. I just wanted to understand models and like, there was, I just had this sense that like I could tell one model versus another, like there's something in me that I can have some sort of idea of what is, what's going to sell and what's not. And right. it's just taken me this far and I'm just never going to let that go. So I think it's sometimes it's, it's just something you're born with 
Like, don't you think? I mean, because yeah. everybody always asks me, well, how do you know what kind of, what girl to look for? And I'm always yeah. like, well, it's kind of really hard to even explain. It's so hard. It's not, it's not something you can explain. Just like everything has to line up and click just correctly. And once you, once you feel it and you know it, it's like nothing can take that away. I know. And it's I know. also it also changes constantly. I mean, yes. the fashion industry ten years yes. ago and now yes. it's two yeah. different stories. Totally different. Totally different. Yes. And and trying to keep up with it all. So uh, so what do you look for when you're when you are scouting? So it's it's so funny because I feel like scouting has taken on such a different meaning these mm. days because it used to be like walk down the street or scroll through Instagram, find someone that looks like they have the measurements that you're after the, the tall, the skinny, the 34, 24, 34, yeah. you know, beautiful, all of the things that you wouldn't typically uh, think of in a model today though. Not so, not so much the same because I feel like the personality is the thing that has to lead in scouting now because your look is only takes you so far these days and it's I think with the world's a the internet connecting people faster and faster than ever before and b the fact that people can share ideas and and not just be a pretty face anymore but have like a platform you have you have to have something else going on in your life other than modeling to be worth I don't know like continuing in that field because it's just become so competitive and it just goes so far past someone's look someone's measurements and someone's like dedication to making it right you know that that only takes you so far so so you're saying that that most of the models that start out that you scout for have to have some type of story or something interesting about them something just that even even if it's just like a passion that's just so far away from modeling that you can right. somehow connect them like video games or <laughs> like anything, just nerdy, weird things that are just so unusual and just like, Oh my goodness. Like the fashion industry would never respond well to that, but let's take it and let's, let's see what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a girl just, I just took on. That's a neuroscientist. She's that's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I was that's like, how cool. do we connect that? I don't really know. Yeah, but... See, It's like, I already want to like work with her. I don't know I what know. she looks like. I don't know how old she is, yeah. but like, I want to know like what, how did you get to that point in your life? Why did you decide to study that? What are you learning about? How yeah. is it modeling affect your neuroscience studies? Like, it's all just it's so unusual. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. there's so much psychology behind it too. Like the girls that, have these amazing fields of study that they're talented in and, and can, you know, continue on. But where does the side of this like modeling world come in and how, and it's just so interesting to me. So how do you scout for those models? What's the process that you do to, to find these new ones? Um, I mean, a lot of it is going on Instagram, connecting with someone, eventually setting up a FaceTime or a Skype um, or Zoom rather. Um, because that's the only way that you can really get a connection. I just feel like it's it, the days of just sending a contract for a model that you've never interacted with one-on-one are just long gone because there's just so much at stake um, and you just don't want to get, you don't want to get caught up in a relationship where two people have completely different expectations and no yeah. one is on the same page. Right. So once you have that connection and you realize like, yes, I know you want to be a supermodel, but the definition of a supermodel is different than it used to be. So why don't we like find our own version of a supermodel and then we can make that your goal rather than like the only version of a supermodel. Like there's so many different versions now. So it's just, 
just like a, a lot of connection and asking the right questions and getting a feel for their personality, seeing if they're wild and crazy on TikTok. And then like when you FaceTime with them, they're just like very shy and meek. And you're like, come on, <laughs> I want I want what other people see. Give me something. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's all just a lot of it. So, so what's kind of cool now? I mean, I was just talking to a photographer friend of mine and she's like, Kim, Gothic is not cool anymore. I was like, it's not. She's like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, oh, I want to do this shoot with these girls and do this Gothic thing. She's like, Absolutely not. Gothic? <laughs> I haven't heard that word in quite some time. <laughs> well, and I say that, and I know it's crazy, right? But I say that because the kids at my son's school, it's a private school, whatever, but there mm-hmm. are like all these gothic girls. And I'm like, oh, so is gothic back in? How old? How old are they? They're like 15, 16. Yeah, I guess that's like the age group where like you have to go through the gothic stage to like oh, is know it? that it's not Maybe your thing. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> So like, maybe yeah, it's a Gen like, Z thing. Gen Z is like starting over with the Gothic, maybe. Maybe. I know, but that's yeah. what I was saying. She's like, that's not cool at all. She's in her 20s. She's like, that's not cool. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I guess it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being in your 20s is crazy. I mean, I scroll through TikTok and feel old because, okay, skinny jeans are canceled. What's next? Oh, yeah. One day at a what... time, something has to change. It's just, it's hard to keep up. But yeah, I mean, that's such a hard part of it, knowing Knowing what's, what's cool. next. Yeah, well, what is? Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you think? I mean, just I mean, I always took away coolness as like the the act of not trying and not putting any effort in whatsoever. And just it has to just be so effortless and so natural and organic that like it reads cool. But okay. I've always been such a fan of like the mundane types of photo shoots, what that are like in a living room or like out on the street, just like very flat, very, very like deadpan, just, yeah. just like amazing styling, amazing hair and makeup or, or even no hair and makeup at all. Just like an amazing look with just like very simple outline background and, and, or maybe like a bright flash to accentuate something. But, mm. um, I just think that less is more now, obviously. And it's all about the styling. It's all about the I don't know, like the the nuance of one image to the next, like the feelings, the colors, the I don't know. It's all it's but gothic no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like it, so it, it, it kind of like I would describe it as more like lifestyle. That's yeah. what people right. you know kind of gravitate more nowadays because everyone is so tired of you know over Photoshop pictures. Yeah. yeah. So you want to see kind of like real life something you can relate to well it makes me think about like I I just did a shoot with that girl I was telling you that was the neuroscience and I took the pictures and we just did it up against a simple wall no Mm -hmm. makeup I mean it was just like a digitals but it was Mm -hmm. like actually and I just love the pictures because they were so simple and Mm -hmm. effortless yeah 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 that's the best I mean I'm obviously I always think that shooting film versus digital is my preference just because I think that the there's a, a nuance there too that you do not get with a digital camera with a phone. So it's like knowing that there was that extra step of not knowing what the image looks like when you're shooting it, waiting all that time to get the film back and then seeing it and knowing like, wow, this is like a moment in time that I captured all those days ago, but like here it is and it looks yes. amazing. So there's more, I think more to photography and, and modeling now than there ever used to be because people want to slow down right. and, and like really appreciate imagery now. So- so I see you, you're definitely more of an artist 
I think. Yeah. Yeah. You see, yeah. You're much more of an artist than like on the business side. I mean, yes, I know Penny's like exactly. probably the business Penny, side. <laughs> Penny is constantly trying to fill my head with business and, and, it, and it's worked. <laughs> I've gotten so much more in, like aware of mm-hmm. what goes into running a business because honestly, I have no idea. It's, it's, right. it's a huge undertaking. And even for you, for a mother agent, like I wouldn't know the first thing if had I not ever met Penny, I would not know the first thing about it. So right. I'm very grateful. So just, her. just to let everybody know, Penny is the owner of APM where you work. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> so, she opened the agency herself. Yeah. And I'm trying to think how it's been 20 years or 25, or 25, 25 years. That's when I worked there 25 years ago. Can you imagine? Yeah. No. That's, <laughs> what a different world. It's such a different world. I mean, we were basically like had a little small room and anyway, it was, it was crazy. And you were living in New York? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I lived there for a long time. Where? Um, which neighborhood? Bunch of different ones. Where did I not live? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lower East Side was basically where I lived. That's so yeah. fun. I know. Wow. I love, I, I miss New York a lot now. I'm in Virginia, but. Oh yeah. Thank God. I still have connections to New York with you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, I'm not going anywhere. So tell me the difference because. Um, most of our listeners don't know the difference from, and I don't want to say a smaller agency because that's really not the word. Um, boutique. Well, I don't yeah. want to say boutique. You think it's really that? I don't know if that's even the word now too, but compared to a I mini. Yeah. Um, Tell me the difference. The, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, well, for us, I think we're unique in the sense that we, there's only one core team and yeah. that team is always together um we don't have we we have separate divisions just for organization's sake to keep track of the girls and to know who fits with what type of girl um versus another type of girl right but we all work together so that we all know what's going on at all times Uh, um that way it's easier to know what's right for a specific girl who's working on a certain project that is better for a specific girl versus a different girl it's a small agency. It's a small board, more girls, more time for more girls, careers, chats, one-on-ones, personal development. Um, And I I also like to consider ourselves more of like a fine art agency for some reason. Like I want to, I want to like better. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want, I almost, I always envision like an art gallery, like very Mm -hmm. quiet and like relaxed and peaceful and like very chic, but like each, each, piece on the wall is like a different model and like there's a story behind each of them and it's like the this one next to this one versus this one like everyone has to be in the right, right spot and like not two girls can be too similar to the point where they compete against each other so it's like very much a curated moment for me um at a big agency it's hard to say because i just know that these big agencies are coming from a lot of investments and a lot of backers and a lot of i mean like billions of dollars are being funded into these places. So it's like the, the, the hand grown homegrown type of um, mentality maybe doesn't exist as much there. Mm-hmm. And so for that, you know, you have 20 times the amount of girls, five times the amount of bookers, the conversations, the, the one-on-one is probably still there, but how much, how strong is that connection to each girl? I don't know. Um, I don't know how much time each booker could possibly have to make those connections. Right. Knowing that there's 20 more girls down the street that are all 
you know, demanding attention, wanting to know what's next for them. Um, so long story short, a big agency is going to be good for girls that maybe are working constantly and don't need the constant communication with their booker right. where, you know, their, their career is already ahead of them. They know what to do. Maybe they're on their way out of their career. Who knows? They just want to work and make money and don't need to know the ins and outs. But I think for a newer face that wants to learn about not only the business, but like get in touch with more of themselves and, and learn about their own experiences with someone that can kind of show them the road. That's where a small agency comes in. Yeah. Um, and we're all doing the same thing. That's the, yeah. that's the yeah. very unusual part. <laughs> and, and, and with the smaller agency, so it just seems like you have more time and energy for each person than it yes. would a bigger agency. That's a, So that's yeah. basically, I mean, that's the simple version of it, but yes. um, because I, I always try to encourage my new girls, when I find a new girl, I say, I always say to them, look, it's good if you're with a smaller agency because mm-hmm. they will have more time, more and a special, uh, you know, they, they'll teach you everything that you need to yeah. learn. Now, if you're yeah. with a bigger agency, now bigger agencies do some, you know, because yeah. they have it split up. Like I'll say, you know, my friends at, eight, at IMG, I'm not going to, you know, they, they have the development board and they yep. have the, you know, so they, they do do that, but this is just different. And I, I admire sort of what goes on with you guys mm-hmm. because it is that you pay special attention to each single girl. And I know, I know Penny and I've known how she is and she will like, she has clothes. She'll give them to the girls or oh, she'll, yeah. she'll, 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 um, if they don't there's have nothing. Yeah. There's that nothing she that won't she, she won't do. She'll give them money. She'll, she'll Same, yeah. take care of them. Let me take you out to dinner. I mean, she is yep. really, um, a mother in that sense, which yep. I really have always admire about. Me too. Her. Yeah. Me too. And yeah, so and I like I like to that. serve the role as like the big brother. I know I was going to say, <laughs> what's your role? That's that was awesome. my next question. <laughs> yeah. And for our the big brother. listeners, yeah. Uh, yeah. small agency, how many how many models is it? Yeah. Small. I mean, our I guess our list when when it's like full and just no interruption is like 160, but in town maybe yeah. like 40 girls at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And out of that 40 in like New York accessible, like even less, like 30. So right. it's just like, I mean, there's girls in Jersey, Philadelphia, you know, they're in town, but they're, you know, a little ways mm-hmm. away. Do you, um, do you help them find apartments or get them a place to stay when they come in? Um, it depends. So when I was first in this business or, you know, first at major, it was mm-hmm. always the model apartment, the model apartment, we have to yeah. fill up the model apartment. Yeah. And it was like this big, big expansive business. apartment with tons yeah. of girls. And yeah. it was an amazing building and the elevator you rode up and it opened right into the apartment. And it was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is so cool. These girls are so lucky. And then I started to learn that, wow, like these girls are paying a lot of money to stay here and it's crowded and it's kind of uncomfortable. And you don't really get a New York experience if you're stuck in this kind of tiny space with all these other people that are not even from here. Right. Um, so as I started to learn business and learned that this is a business obviously, and these girls money is something that they need to be aware of at all times. We decided that helping girls find apartments is fine, but we cannot house them because it's, it's just, it's a ripoff because these model apartments charge $1,500 a month yeah. for bunk beds down and Poor, up and down the hallway. Her girl. Her girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they actually make money that's off of that. Right, right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I I can't, I mean, of course, whatever, business is business, but I mean, yeah. I just think that that 
is unnecessary for a girl to start in New York, already know that she owes the agency that much money right off the bat. And it's going to double within a month. Like, how can you really learn to adapt to the new career that you're just starting when you have that hanging over your head? So it's like, we'll help you find a place that's going to be within your budget. It's going to be a friend of a friend of a sister of someone I know, but you're going to find a place. You're going to save money. You're going to like it. And it's going to be in a neighborhood that's like easy for you. We're not going to send you out to Jersey city or somewhere where you're never going to be able to get back. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I know in New York, you you just have a little apartments. What do you need a big apartment for anyway? You just, you're hardly even in the apartment. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, it's like these, these delusions of grandeur of coming to New York and like staying in this, chic model apartment it's not a thing and you'd rather you'd rather save your money right and be able to like go have a nice meal one night instead of worrying when your rent is due right especially if and if you're not working then you're just terrified because you know the the stress of the expenses adding up is just so much yeah how can you even like go from one day to the next right i do have so hard Oh, my dog. I, I do have, um, I know she's loud, isn't she? I do have a um, model right now that has so many expenses, you know, and she's worked and she's made some good money, but she has so mm-hmm. many expenses that it's, you know, it's crazy. I'm like, that's I know that's much. another great yeah. thing about having a small agency is like, we can kind of curate and like customize the expenses based on the girl, based on how often she's here, based on has she never worked? Okay. If she doesn't work, then why would we take money from her? Like, let's figure out how we can get her working and then we can figure out the expenses. We can't just, you know, take girls money and, and not be able to deliver our part of the bargain. So yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Then I was just going to ask for, for a model who is just beginning, what would you tell them? Like just starting out, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them a, don't be afraid to ask questions. I think that's a huge thing, actually. Right. Because it's there's been a few girls that we've scouted over the past couple of months that will only ask a question when something is, you know, like happening in, in the moment and they aren't yeah. sure. So then they right. get to that point where they're like, wait, what about this? And so then it makes me think, wow, we should have covered this like when we first started talking. But, you know, that's things right. are crazy. COVID, everyone's all over the place. So I, it made me think like there should be a time where the model has a chance to ask any question in the entire universe. Like what even is a comp card? What's a contract? What's, what is this paper made out of? Like, it doesn't right. matter what the question is. If, if the booker that you're asking seems like they're getting frustrated or annoyed, like that's unacceptable because this is, you know, you need to know these facts before yeah, you yeah. get into this business and you shouldn't be afraid to ask questions. Um, because how else are you going to learn? I, I just right. think like yeah. it's very intimidating business. And I think intimidation is a lot of what people rely on to like go from one project to the next. Like let me beat you into submission and then we'll move on to the next role. It's like, right. that doesn't work. And it, the girl's not going to learn anything. She's just going to be more terrified. So right. just like have a conversation, learn what her likes and dislikes are. And then slowly like let the conversation unfold to the point where they're comfortable enough to ask questions because it's not going to happen right away. I think that's one of the reasons why I started Model Secrets is that I feel like when girls are getting into the business now, I'm glad that you guys are doing that, but when they, when they get into it, they knew nothing. They know no. zero amount. Yeah, how could you? I mean, how, yeah, how could you? So that's kind of why I've, I've, we started Model Secrets for the podcast and we do online, um, 
online cl- workshops too. But yep. yeah. But but the I mean our podcast is really about the girls learning or guys yep. learning oh, yeah. as much as <laughs> yeah. as much as they can, you know, before they get into the business because if you're jumping in and you don't know any of anything about the terminology. The yeah. Even yeah. just like the yeah. phrasing, like phrasing, option, yes. confirmation. Yeah. I remember I got an email from a girl not long ago and she said, can you just re remind me what it means to be on option? And I was like, yes, <laughs> of course. like, thank you. I'm so excited. So I was like, option oh. means like, yeah. dear, whatever uh-huh. the following is the definition. And I was just like, right. yes, I'm excited yeah. to like yeah. introduce you to this new like terminology that we're going to be mm-hmm. using. All well, here, the time. Here's the funny thing. So one of my girls was on option for a job, right? And so she bought a ticket to go to New York. I was like, no, honey, it's just an option. <laughs> she didn't know. Horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, it's just an option, honey. That I means know. Like, just on hold. There's like miles of like information yeah. that like yeah. we already know yeah. that's like up to our current status and the girls are just like starting all the way back there and they're like oh you got to like pull the rope and figure out all the words and then you'll be like rolling with it right so this morning we asked on instagram we asked uh our model secrets people who follow us some questions so can i ask you some of those yeah yeah please so we got a lot of questions we did we got a lot of them so one of the questions is what's the difference between commercial modeling and fashion modeling so commercial well, I guess commercial modeling to me always results in a dollar sign being attached to it somehow. Okay. Because it's commerce, it's commercial, it's meant to be raking in money. Um, so when you think that, you think clean, beauty, money, expensive, smiles, happy, lifestyle, mm. approachable, you know, okay. eager. Mm-hmm. Fashion is art. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what I consider it it's it's the girls that are like do I do fashion or do I do commercial well like what what do you what is your life all about like if you're not into art if you're not into you know these like like very rich deep history uh inspirations on these designers of these stylists if you don't know anything about that or don't care anything about that like you're not gonna enjoy it you're not gonna be part of fashion because it's not your inner being like drawing you to that if you're a smiley happy amazing girl with a great head on her shoulders and just you know can please a client and can go into a casting and just like spin and turn and flip the hair and get the jobs and (laughs) commercial is amazing for you like go for it you should be a commercial model but fashion is just it's there's so much more nuance to fashion it's like mystery and like confusion and darkness and but then like joy. And I mean, it's just, there's so much more to it. And I just feel like you have to be a little kooky to be able to like fall into it. Oh, that was a great answer. That was the best (laughs) answer I've ever heard. I don't know even what I'm saying, but that's just my my interpretation of all this. You're awesome. (laughs) From Um, a little kid in uh, Warwick, New York. (laughs) So how do you know? So the next question is, so how do you know which agency is best for you? good question Mm -hmm. oh yeah but the easiest answer is just getting in there sitting down meeting the people and knowing like oh damn yeah I could see myself talking to these people seven days a week asking calling them up asking a question but if you're sitting there and you know they're looking at you up and down they're like okay I gotta go over here and you know someone else comes in hi oh all right next it's like Mm -hmm. why am I gonna waste my time like trying to get these people to like me when they clearly 
are not stopping and tripping over their heels to get a better look at me. So I wouldn't, I just don't think it's a fair assessment to sign with an agency without meeting them and knowing that there's someone there you have a connection with. There's one person there that can be like, Oh, remember that day that we laughed about that thing. And it was amazing. Well, now I have a question about my career. And it's like (laughs) one thing goes to the next. And it's like the conversation can just be nice and easy and clean. And there's no need to, you know, create any uncomfort levels whatsoever. Um, And I think that's such a big problem in this business is like being afraid to speak up on the girl's behalf. So, I mean, if, if that's your personality too, if you're kind of a shy kind of off to the side kind of girl and you're expecting to get like a team of 20 agents to suddenly like pay attention to you, it's not going to happen and you're going to be disappointed. So why do that to yourself? Like trust yourself, think about yourself and then think like, oh yeah, I could, I could see myself with these people or not. Right. Love that. Okay. So um, what kind of facial features are required for modeling? They must have eyes. (laughs) 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 Two ears, preferably. Uh, a nose, I guess. For being picky, they must have a nose. Oh no, God, it's, so it's like such a good question. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. They must have a face. Um, yeah. It's funny though because it's it's changing yeah. even more because, like I said, like facial features are just there. But if there's some something that's coming in from behind, that's like, yeah, I'm a neuroscientist. And it's like, whoa, your facial features suddenly are different now because I'm curious about you. And then it's like, I can take that information and just, it's like, forget the facial features. This girl has so much to say. You have so much to learn from her. She comes from this country. No one's from there. Everyone, no one's heard of this country. Like you have so much to gain from this type of model that you've never even heard of. Um, and it's funny because back in the day, it used to be like the sharp yep. faces. I mean, it still mm-hmm. is, but because when you think about it, it's all about light and it's all about the way that the light hits the face. And if it's round and if there's, if it's uneven, then, you know, the shadows are going to be a little bit rougher and you're just not going to be happy with the imagery. So the sharpness, the shadows, the, the definition of the jaw and you know, the shadow there, it's all just very, it's more like appealing to the eye. Um, But like I said, things change so much. And I don't think that sharp features are quite what, it's not necessary anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if there's a bit of imperfection, I think obviously that's what people want to see now because it's more relatable and it doesn't feel like the fashion industry is so outlandish and far away from our regular lives anymore which I think is helpful too um but yeah I mean it's not like anybody can be a model but also a lot of girls can yeah (laughs) on the workshop we did on Saturday Katya remember this the girl said well I don't have like some of my hair so she had like bald Mm -hmm. like bald spots Mm -hmm. and I was like no that's interesting she's like yes I'm like yes yeah (laughs) She's yes. from India. So it was like a very interesting, like mm-hmm. the whole concept of her was interesting. Do you know? Oh yeah. That so. is interesting. Oh yeah. And we're definitely looking for, we're always after like not unusual features, but just features that are not seen as frequently like the vitiligo and the, 
you know, yeah, like a yeah. different colored yeah. eye or like a no teeth or just something <laughs> that's just, yeah, just something just like big ears. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's again, the beauty of being at a small agency is you have the time to like sift through and be like, no, she reminds me of that girl. No, she yeah. reminds me of that girl. And and I love to be like, I am not signing your model because I don't think that I have time and I don't think it would be fair to her to sign with us because, you know, she's not going to get the attention that she deserves. And right. I don't want to take her and then feel bad for not being able to deliver what she deserves. Right. And you know so, what? Yeah. You guys are very picky. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm glad, but I'm just saying yeah. you are very picky. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's good. It's so it's very, it's just like we all are on the yeah. same page visually. Yeah. And when we all agree on someone, there's no turning back. That's awesome. Like, she's going to be a I star. Just, and yeah. and no, I just wanted to say, can you just name some of your clients that you do have? So, oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, yeah. there's not a day that Calvin Klein is not talking to us, Mark Jacobs, Gucci, Saint Laurent. Um, and then we're, I mean, the flip side is Maybelline, uh, Milk, Makeup, Glossier. Yeah. Um, Nordstrom, Saks, whatever department store is still open, we work with, um, which everyone hasn't gone bankrupt. Yeah. We're still working with them. Um, to all the hair brands, Redkin, every single one up and down the list, all the casting directors, the Pier Giorgio's, Anita's. And I mean, it's just like, again, being at a small agency, we have the time to be hungry and the time to like want and like need to know who the new clients are and what the top clients are doing. Right. So we all just, if there's a client out there that we know a model wants to work with, we're going to get on the phone. We're going to find them. And we're going to be like, get ready to start working with us more frequently because we're not going anywhere. Yeah. So, and they usually do and they love it because they don't, a lot of them are like, well, I've never heard of this agency. And we're like, perfect. Now you have free reign to discover like how, how much fun and easy we are. So that's yeah. awesome. Yes. I, I just wanted to say yeah. that I really like what you just said about, you know, if you are not taking a girl and this is, you know, what I always tell the girls, rejections is a good thing because yeah. the agency is not taking you because they probably don't have clients that they, you know, think going to be interested in yeah. your look. So it's right. actually a good thing as opposed to if you get signed and going to be sitting on their board and not working. Yeah, right. Exactly. I always feel the need to say that because I just don't want, I don't want to get that, that um, like vibe of just like being too cool for school. Like it's just yeah. so common and just like, Oh yeah, we're going to pass because you know, we're just better than this, but it's like, no, it's not yeah. about that. It's like the girl needs a career and money and wants to succeed and someone else is going to help her do that. And I am excited about it, but it's just not going to be me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me get, I want to give you um, one more. Can I give you a few more questions? Yes, please. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is a good one. How can I tell my parents I want to model? They want me to go to university, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. Hmm. They want her to go to university. Mm -hmm. I mean, but she wants to as model. They should. Yeah. Well, a lot of girls don't realize that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both for a while until you kind of realize either a wow, modeling sucks. I hate doing this. I never want to do this. Cool. You figured it out. You don't have to now. B, I love school. I want to stay in school. I'm, I I had a major set out that I planned to study, but I, this day I got there, I realized I really want to study something completely different and what I don't even care about modeling anymore. So it's like, it's it's so frustrating to hear girls that think that it's one or the other because there's there's time in the universe to be able to do two things at the same time. Right. Um, I would say, though, it depends where she's located. 
if it's a girl that's setting at Columbia in New York, yeah, give us your schedule. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah. book you on jobs on the days that you're not in class or days you, that you don't have an exam. Yeah. Um, I think you learn so much via both paths that why not give yourself that opportunity to learn double <laughs> both yeah. modeling yeah. could help you in class and being in class, you might learn something that, you know, connects to something in on set that you never realized. So why shut one door when two doors can be so open? True. Yeah. I also feel like so, you know, models have so much downtime, like wh- yeah. while you're yes. waiting at the casting, you can just it's do study. your homework or start something. That is yeah. something, a huge deal to me, actually. It's the girls that come to New York that have not one thing laid out for them that just think like, I'm going to be busy every single day with modeling. And it's like, wait a minute, stop it. You're going to be busy. <laughs> it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a few months for you to get to that point. So I need you to have a hobby. I need yeah. you to have like a best friend that yeah. you can go talk to something that you can put all of your focus into because the second you disconnect from modeling, all those opportunities are going to come straight to you. Right. So it's like, don't put the pressure. Don't think about it all day. <laughs> and don't put don't. the pressure on me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I know. It's, and it's like, I feel bad saying that, but it's yeah. like, it's true. There, it's no, there's no need. 2020 showed us that, that anything can happen in this world. Yeah. Like putting the pressure, putting the panic is just, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So just everyone breathe. We're all yeah. going to, we're going to be stars one day, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the last question I have for you is um, how can one become an APM model? That's what wanted somebody asked. So we, we accept submissions through email info at apmmodels.com. Um, my colleague, Susanna receives all those emails and she is very good at sifting through them. Um, in which case, if we, stumble upon some imagery that we like we'll hit up the person right away find out more about them try to get a meeting otherwise um obviously through mother agents is a good way i think that a lot of girls don't realize that a local agent is a good way to start for them i mean obviously you are responsible for that <laughs> like you serve that purpose so this is a good way for yeah. girls to be connected to apm through someone like you um but maybe they're just not aware that, you know, there's a local representative in their town that can even help them. But also just, I mean, sending a DM on Instagram also helps. I'm the one that runs Instagram. So I'm constantly just scrolling through the DMs wondering like, wow, these people are so brave. I would never have the guts to do this. <laughs> I get them all the time. I just admire them. I'm like, wow. But it's like, that's the, that's the world today. Like no one cares. They're just like, hi, can you hire hi, me? Thanks. I know. I don't have, I have a resume, but I am, you know, just hire me. <laughs> I know. I have yeah. 40 like messages that I haven't looked at yet. Yeah, gotta, same. You know. It's like, you know, God, it's the, the guts and the nerve of these people, which is great because, yeah. you know, why be afraid? Especially if everyone's so accessible now. Yeah. Right. And you so, never know. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Right. They might be a friend of a friend of a girl that you have. And you're like, oh, cool. You have the same interests as that one girl they represent. So like, you know, this would be a nice combo. All connections. It's awesome. All right. So yeah. where can people find you? Speaking of. Uh, f- physically in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> no, I mean on the internet. There's, I'm on a street. Um, I'm on. Um, you don't Eric want Granware that. Is my Instagram. You no, don't I, want that. <laughs> my Instagram is just my name, Eric Granware, which is uh, my last name. And yeah, I, I think that's it. I used to have, I mean, I used to be very up with my photography, but 
one thing I learned in New York very quickly was that everybody is a photographer and <laughs> the competition is out of this world. So it's good to, for me to work with photographers, sift through photographers, latch on to different photographers and then develop my own style through that instead. So it's very unique to me, I think. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. Thank for being you. Here. I, I hope I taught someone something somewhere. You did. You were <laughs> yeah. amazing. So thank you so much. So thank you grateful. for having me. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. You too. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. For more episodes, as well as our online modeling workshop, visit modelsecrets.online. See you next week.